What's up guys, welcome to episode 77 of Midnight Coffee Hour. I just got done doing a meditation with my friend Kelsey, and uh, we're going to share our results and kind of what came from it. Okay, I'll go through mine. Um, so, the things that I wrote down, I'll just tell you what I wrote down in that order and then I'll, I'll go with where I was going. So, the first things that I wrote down was like goals plus steps, um, purpose, life needs, meaning. I don't really know what I was looking for going in. I was just looking for answers of some sort. So, um, the very first thing that I wrote was 20 minutes of connectedness. I think that in writing that, it's something I wanted to do like every day because I really appreciated this meditation and stuff because I don't I remember the last time I did it and I realized that I'm very disconnected to myself the uh, next thing I wrote was early rising because I have been sleeping until like 10 or 10 or noon every day and I'd really like to live more of the day and wake up early and give myself some sort of discipline so I can take that on to other things um Next, I wrote Certified Personal Trainer slash Lifestyle Business Coaching. That's, that's just what popped in my head. That's an idea. And after that, I wrote Fresh Air, Deep Breaths, Wet Skin, uh, Deeper Understanding, and Flexibility, both physically and mentally. Um, after that, I wrote Recognition, Respect, Nobility, Inspire, Motivate, Confidence, mindfulness, community, energized. And then the last three things I wrote were impact, teaching, and guiding. And so after that was all written, for probably like the next 10 minutes or for the majority of the meditation, I was trying to trying to figure out what my purpose is, like why I exist. I kept just kind of asking that. What is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I supposed to do? What can I do? You know? And uh, I was pretty lost. What I ended up writing down that came to me, I'm not sure if it's like the golden ticket or not. I was improving others. Because I just looked at myself and thought what do I do a lot what am I pretty good at and yeah I'm like pretty decent at being the person people go to when they have problems or if they are you know need motivation or inspiration or something like that what was your question what it's recording um and I don't know I just saw that Improving others is something I could do. So then I wrote that. And then under that, I connected a lot of the dots from what I had already been writing down. These are kind of things that... Things that I wanted. That's what I was writing down, is things that I wanted. So as far as... Um, to, like, inspire, motivate, um, teach, guide, impact... That all goes, like that's directly under improving others. That's 
something that made sense and you know um, from that what came after that what, what comes from all of it is that recognition respect nobility uh, confidence in community that I wrote as well those are things that I would reap as a reward for improving others and, and using that as my service so that's what I got out of the time that I was you know kind of trying to find myself it's just that I want to improve others and the steps to doing so is what I just mentioned and then the resolution from all that was what I also mentioned anyway what are your thoughts Kelsey? I think <clears throat> I think it's really cool that you came up with improving others because I feel like that's always been something that you've been good at and it's something that you always try and do and uh, it's interesting how we set out, you know, kind of with the same goal and we came up with such different things, like such different ways of going about it. Yeah. Anyway, super chill. And, uh, like I said, I want to do that like at least 20 minutes every day. I think... Because it's not a huge break of time because I don't work right most of the days. Well, and I think that I want to start doing something like this maybe once a month, just kind of refocus, take a look at my goals, try and figure out what I want to do and just take, you know, half an hour, an hour, however long and, and just focus on myself and what I really want. I think that's something everybody should adopt. It's kind of like a refocus. Yeah, take it Recalibrate. Some time to what are my priorities this month? What have I accomplished? Where can I go from here? Thank you. I appreciate your feedback. Is were you wanting to record any of yours or no? Uh, sure. I mean, you can say no. That's fine. No, yeah. Just wanted to kind of hear what your goals were and what. So. Because you said this is something you want to do once a month. I wanted to. Yeah, I. And you already told me all this before, but I, I didn't. Like, what comes of doing that once a month? I guess. And... I guess for me, you know, maybe a month from now I will have accomplished some of my goals or be closer and maybe maybe I'll come up with some sort of way to to track things like I want to you know touch my toes so maybe I could somehow track my progress with that flexibility was yeah so what you did during our time was you you uh, set steps actionable steps for all of your goals yeah I I kind of thought about what I want out of life and um, then I basically just prioritized all the things that I could be doing, like business stuff and physical stuff. I wrote down basically just all my goals, and I put, why do I want this? Um, and how can you get it? Which, for me, that was a big thing, because I took one of my goals out, because I was like, why do I want this? That's silly. So. It's interesting that like, you say that, because like, with... I think it was one of the trainings or one of the 
uh, kind of TED Talks type things that happened at Bell Reef um, in St. Louis was like that I did for the Northwestern position. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. The whole thing was about like your why and finding your why and, and making sure that your why is is larger than life so that you have a reason to keep drilling at it every day and you don't accomplish it. Which right. sounds stupid, but just like, like for a lot of people, for some of the people that are still like surviving it, their why was so that they can, um, they can pay for the, their house that they live in with their wife and kids. Yeah. Cause they're the only provider. It's like, Oh gosh, selling insurance is your only provider. <laughs> you gotta do well. You gotta, anyway, so that was his why. Cause like, that was a hard part for us was finding a reason to keep going on because it just sucked like making 400 phone calls or 200 phone calls a day yeah no thank you and it's all cold calling too anyway that's for different podcasts but well for me the reason that I wanted I feel like a lot of times people make goals that are very cookie cutter and you know I want to lose 15 pounds or or something like that but for me, that's why I did the, why do I want this? And I've noticed that basically everything is just, it's all kind of interconnected. My physical goals, my business goals, my money goals, is all, it all comes together. That's pretty cool. They're all like, and I, I think that's pretty cool because it's like my whole life is, I'm breaking my life down and then basically intertwining everything. So I'm really excited to do this again in a month or two months or however often I feel yeah. like I need it. But It's a really bad metaphor, but like in my head I was picturing that you're taking your life as like a pile of yarn and separating it all out. So you see like, this is what I need to do here, this is what I want to have here. And... And now you're sewing it all together and making like, I don't know, a quilt or some yeah. something lame like that. But not lame. It's really cool. It's it's your you're making I mean it's your kind life of blanket or whatnot. Like I have my goals broken down into physical, monetary and then business, but so it's kinda like braiding hair. You separate all the hair and then you just braid it together. I was picturing more like That was better than the yarn example. More like DNA. That's what I was thinking of. But anyway, yeah, I think I'm going to come up with some sort of way to track each of these. I'm not sure how easy that'll be for some of them because they're not really like, like the holding a plank, you know, that one's pretty easy because I can be like, well, this time a month ago, I could only hold it for this long. Now I can hold it for this long. Well, you could just have, you know, once a week. Test yourself on all those and write down your seconds on the plank. Or if you're stretching, you know, or, know, find out exactly how far away you are. Like, oh, I'm mid-shin or I'm right at my knees, you know, and you could write that down so that, you know, a month from now when you're looking at it, you can track it. Like, oh, well, I went from couldn't touch my knees to now I'm, you know, about three inches from my toes. Or yeah. I can hold a plank for a minute and 20 seconds, you know, but I'm not quite at two minutes yet. Um... Something else that, so I am going to write down the things that I need to do 
every day based on the list that I just made and then prioritize those out so I know okay this is my to-do list and these are the order in which they need to be done and also maybe maybe I'll get like a little small journal and just at the end of every day write down how I got closer to my goals today or you know something like that where I think the hard part about that is discipline not just like putting that yeah. notebook to the side somewhere you know because well, it's, it's easy to do I think that's I think that it's like a 30 day thing or a 35 day thing but if you can do it's creating habits if you can do the same thing deliberately for 30 days then uh, it becomes a habit and I've, so I don't know like but even then I can still argue that it's not necessarily a habit like you can still break your discipline Right. Because I have. I've done things for, for you know, three or four months straight. And then, for whatever reason, I, I take like a day off and then I forgot that I even had that, that discipline. That's like something gone. that I've been working on and doing a lot of research on is discipline. Because I've never had very much of it. So, and basically discipline is just doing what you need to do when you don't want to do it. I mean, there, as much as we all want motivation and stuff, this is something I see on Instagram all the time. I, like, as much as we all want to be motivated all the time, that's just, that's just not going to happen. I mean, you have to just do what needs to be done because... Even if you don't feel like it in that moment. You can't always have someone to push you there. Right. I mean, you're not always going to feel motivated to work out. And for me, Brian, you know this. I spend money like it's it's nothing. I love to go get energy drinks and do stuff. So for me, a huge discipline is going to be learning to drink water or something like that instead of going to because even though it's three dollars I'm actually still let down yeah that three dollars adds up what? you said your problem your problem is I spend money too fluid like it's just boop 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 gone yeah you know there's like no filter it just falls right on through (laughs) burns a hole in my pocket and you're you're like my solution is I'm gonna drink water no no instead of energy drinks okay but Will that replace how you spend your money? Or will you just not spend it on energy drinks? No, no. I, I don't think energy drinks is the only reason that, that you splurge. Or I don't think it's the only product that you buy. No. I'm just saying, like, I'll replace that with this. Or, you know, I'll just... What I'm saying is that... So this is the part where really, discipline has to come really in. Because I've never seen you without an energy drink. And not truthfully... Ever. And truthfully... To do that, you have to you have to replace it completely. You can't do the whole well, once a week. I'll have energy drinks. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like people that give up soda or whatnot. There's no way you can do that and still have soda once a week. Right. Because then you'll have two cans that night. You'll have a really stressful night and say, "Well, you know, screw I it. Did it once. It's only Thursday. I'm only supposed to do this on Wednesdays, but I'm really stressed out and I deserve a coke." Yeah. And so you got to totally remove it from the picture. Yeah. Like another thing, you're a cheese fiend. You love cheese. I love cheese. You know, I... I, I love cheese, I, I love sour cream. 
I'm not a really big fan of, of, of anything dairy. I used to be, you know, and I was, but then I became, you know, uh, allergic to milk or whatnot. I forgot what that's called. Lactose intolerant. I was on lactose intolerant for a while, and then uh, I still liked milk back then. But then, because I just stopped intaking it, it wasn't something I really liked or really wanted. So other than pizza and you know my new meal plan that involves cottage cheese, I, I don't really do dairy products, and you know. I, think it's probably for the better of my health but you know I don't know I guess what I was saying is that because I've been away from that for so long it's no longer even a habit it's just it doesn't exist in my mind yeah and I think that's another reason that I am um, so well with my money is that and that's you know also part of my ability to not work you know half as many hours as the modern person does is because I just unless unless it's a small amount and like I track it in my head (laughs) I do like I track how much I've spent a month and if I don't track it in my head then I look at like my bank statement and I'm like oh my god I spent 100 bucks on food that I didn't have to eat so like every time that I go to like or I get like a pizza or I get like a sub or something like that that all adds up and it's like I have my meal plan. You know, meal plan. I don't even know how much that costs a month yet. This is stuff month one. Yeah. But I bet it's about 140 bucks. And so if, if I find out at the end of this month that, you know, I splurged or I broke my meal plan, not only was I broken, breaking my discipline for, you know, my nutrition, you know, and breaking myself there, you know, also on the physical side, because I have goals that I would be prolonging myself from getting, but also, I'd be pushing away my financial goals, which I don't even have financial goals because I'm pretty content there. Like, that's something that I do pretty damn well. So, it's irritating for me to spend money that I can't um, find proper value, proper valuation or, or uh, if I find it undervalued. Like, I like for it to make me money or to be worth the money that I spent on it. So like a bag of Doritos for four ninety nine, I'm not gonna do it. But if there's two two bags of Doritos for four bucks, <laughs> it'll hurt, but I'll do it like once every two weeks. <laughs> so I'm like, it's a pretty good deal. It's over half off, you know. <laughs> I could probably sell this on eBay if I had to, you know. Yeah. Not that I would, cause I just devour them. But you know, I just really don't like spending money. I think there's probably a phobia for that. I uh, I don't have that problem. I very much enjoy spending money. I think that's interesting. And this is this podcast made a real quick turn, but I <laughs> I do think it's worth noting, and I think it's quite interesting how people who don't have a problem spending lots of money also have a much weaker foundation uh, in regards to available funds and the people who are really scared and freaked out about how much money they spend tend to have a very cushiony cushion of of funds yeah so i just think it's funny because it's like well shouldn't i be the one who's careless because i have you know that foundation and shouldn't the careless ones foundation yeah i guess i mean you know that's that's the thing there's this 
there's this picture. Go for it. I'm going to tell the quote when you're done. It's like, it's this guy dressed up and it's like $900 jacket and 300 pair of Jordans or whatever. And then there's like... And it's like Bill Gates or broke whatever. guy, yeah. And then it's like Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or somebody, and he's like <laughs> in t-shirt and jeans, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like thirty-five bucks for the whole outfit. I mean, it's just it makes sense that you would have more of a cushion because you don't like to spend your money. And a quote that it's still in your bank account. <laughs> yeah, a quote that I've heard that kind of sums that up is that getting rich can be very hard. But staying rich is very, very hard. That's that's a really bad interpretation of the quote. But what it was saying is like getting rich, like that's already an obstacle. But staying rich, like keeping that money once you're there, that's for most people fucking impossible. It's like winning the lottery. Winning the lottery is really hard. But keeping that money once you've won it, that's almost undoable. Because people are, it's natural to spend what, what you feel that you can. Yeah, I've heard like 90% of lottery winners go bankrupt because they just spend everything. Yeah. Anyway, back to um, goals and stuff. When do you plan? I saw. I see on there it says quitting your job. Yeah. Do you have a specific date? <laughs> Fun fact, when I did this a long while ago, it was like 2014 I set out no 2015 I set a goal that on January 1st 2017 I would quit my job I would no longer work there I would have enough income from my other streams and I've done a few things for self-employment money um sadly I still work. And it is 2018. (laughs) And it's already halfway through 2018. So I set a goal two years in advance. I didn't get that goal. And here I am a year and a half later still striving for that goal. And we'll just see. Another heartbreaking story. In my wallet, I did the Jim Carrey experiment. I set an amount of money that I wanted to earn by a specific date. This was set for my birthday... This year, and again, I said it in 2016, I gave myself two years, and I wrote it out for $200,000. I wanted my worth to be $200,000. And uh, anyway, two years went by, I saw it every single day, wrinkly old thing, and uh, here I am, still still not there, but... Um, I think all things come in time and and I don't know maybe I just had a bad expectation with the law of attraction I was like well if I say it's going to happen on this day then it will by that day and it, and it didn't but that's just the, the truth of it is that maybe you set your date too early maybe you should just keep on working for it and don't let go of that that drive just because the day has passed yeah um, yeah I well I always always put like a a date on my goals because I think that's really important and uh, mine, I'd like to quit my job by January 1st of next year and then I wrote down my why would be for more freedom 
both with time, um, pretty much just with time, and then having the option to go see my family in Kansas City and stay and just be able to um, work without having to ask for time off and just kind of to have that lifestyle where I'm not working for somebody else's goals. Like, you know, I love my job and I love the doctor that I work for, but I'm working for his, his goals, his life goals, um, not my own. And um, so that's the goal. And if I work towards that every day, even if I don't accomplish it by January 1st, you know, that time is going to pass anyway, so I might as well be working towards something. Maybe it'll be January 1st, 2020, or, you know, 2025, but if I'm working towards getting to it, at least I know that I'm making progress versus just letting the time pass and not having done anything with it. Because I think you you have an awesome opportunity, and I'm quite envious of it because you you work for a man who is self-employed. Like this was his idea that he made into a business. Not only that, but you have a small staff, so you know him and he knows you very well. You've been there for almost two years, or for like a year and a half. Hold up, I'm still going, <laughs> and. I don't know, you just have a really awesome opportunity. Not that he's got his secondhand man teaching you all the skills of the secondhand man, you know, how to sell glasses, where to buy them, where to supply, you know, where the suppliers are and how to do all that kind of stuff. So like you said, you you don't want to continue working for someone else's goals and all that kind of such. But you have a really solid opportunity to learn from this person who's done exactly what you're wanting. Like, like you can learn how to do your own business and you just gotta like let him know that, that you wanna learn from him and that you admire him and that he's, he's motivated you and, and such. And uh, just, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really awesome because really in teaching you the skills that he has and uh, him already doing that on his own, you know, behind closed doors, whether you see it or not, uh, ideally, you won't necessarily have to work for the man. You could be a partner, a business partner. Honestly. Like, you can have a partnership and have your own practice as well, which is pretty damn cool. He, he is really one of the coolest people that I know. I would be friends with him, definitely outside of work. Um, Try that. And uh, he is a big believer in the power of positive thinking. He is a little, a lot crazier than I am. He goes and stands in the sun together, the sun's energy in the mornings. Um, and he writes happy words on his water bottles so that the water will soak it up. But I think it's really cool that he takes the time to, to do that kind of thing and just... And he has a wife. Like he has a yeah. wife outside of, yeah. outside of work. His wife and a wife. Even Does he have kids? No kids, but a puppy that he very much admires. And they spend a lot of money on this dog. But I think it's cool that he takes the time to, even if it's things that seem silly to us, if that makes him feel good, having love written on his water bottle, I mean... If nothing else, it's a friendly reminder. 
Yeah, more power to him. But yeah, he built this business from the ground up, and and he is the best optometrist in, in Columbia, city. Missouri. So you know, learn from number one, man. I think that it'd be really cool. Just an idea. And I would like to participate because I'm outside of that bubble. This isn't something I have the <laughs> opportunity for, but I could uh, through this. And uh, this isn't selfish at all. I'm just saying if, if you do this, I'd like to be a part of it. But maybe you should, maybe you could contact him and ask him if he uh, is willing to do a, a mastermind type of thing. But maybe not mastermind. Maybe it's that idea that I was mentioning the other day, which is kind of gathering with, uh, I have, the, the one coworker friend, him and his wife, which is kind of meet up, you know, like once a month or twice a month and talk about our progress and, and our practices and, and and maybe as a group do some stuff like meditating or visualizing or, you know what I mean? And we could share what came of it and like exactly what you and I are doing with our 10 minutes of, well, for me, 10 minutes <laughs> of uh, meditating, you know, kind of do that as a group I think that'd be badass and it'd be a great way to connect people I was gonna say even just even just doing this with just you and just sitting down and like it felt it felt so much more powerful just being able to talk about things and kind of bounce ideas off each other and I just can't believe like how much how differently we took it like we went two completely different ways but I mean our outcomes were pretty similar we were both kind of just trying to figure out our priorities in life and what we want out of life and and I think that's one of the benefits of having a mastermind not even a mastermind but something where you just bounce ideas off of others and share your progress I do miss having a mastermind group too that's back when I actually made progress. But, um, because there was a pressure. But yeah, I think that that's a good idea to do a, um, a mindfulness group or a spiritual practice group. I don't know even what you'd call that. Spiro philosophy group. <laughs> I think maybe just, uh, we can call it grounded. Yeah, I think. Just the older I get, the more I realize that every day is a chance to get better and to grow closer to your ultimate goals. And, like, I know pretty much my ultimate life goals and even these small goals. I mean, quitting my job is a pretty big goal, <laughs> but... I don't know any of my ultimate goals, but... But, you know, I I'm know looking. that I want to be self-employed. Yeah. like to... You know, be able to travel and see all sorts of places. And like I said earlier, you know, I broke down all these goals into the different sections, but they all intertwine. And all of it, I guess I do kind of picture like a braid, like, you know, maybe a three-strand braid, maybe a five-strand braid. (laughs) But... Being a girl. (laughs) That's what you're saying. Something that, 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 um, like, you know, you have your different parts of you but it it can intertwine into this beautiful creation yeah you know from that from the outside looking at each one individually they're not necessarily beautiful they might be rough but uh 
bringing them all together. Anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast. But I would like to end it with a quote from Gary Vaynerchuk, who will soon be, if he's not already, the owner of the New York Jets. Uh, and he's a huge social media king, I guess you'd say. He's a marketer and he's a big success speaker. But uh, one of the things he talks about is just our chances of even being alive and that small, tiny fraction of that. Um, it's like point, I don't know, 35 zeros and then one. I don't know. <laughs> it's like very, very, very unlikely that we would ever exist. And so he claims that we've already won the lottery by by being born. And so every day, uh, the one thing that he does, he doesn't really have a whole lot of practices. He's He's really not that much of a... A, uh, a, I don't know, a grounded person. He doesn't do a whole lot of, you know, soaking up the sun and writing words <laughs> on his water bottles and and uh, visualizing and meditating and all that stuff. He says one thing that he does every single morning when he looks in the mirror, he says, don't fuck it up. <laughs> I guess interpret that how you will. <laughs> but the way I see it, he sees it as a whole new day full of a whole lot of opportunities and he's been given that 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 even smaller chance of existing plus all the days of existence and today and so he needs to make the best of it so he just reminds himself don't fuck it up you 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 are alive today for a reason and and you need to you need to make it worth it so um as always if it is nighttime where you're at i hope you guys have some excellent sleep and great rest of the night. And uh, you're just really excited for tomorrow because it's going to be awesome. And uh, I hope that this might have motivated you a little bit to do some some guided self-practice of your own. And if it is morning or day where you're at, I hope you have an awesome, blessed day. And um, you knock some shit out. You do, you do what you're supposed to do. You get some objectives completed. Anyway. Y'all have a great day or night. See you later.